Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. I have no idea what number we're on, but I think we're in double figures now. Oh, it's getting serious now. It is. I think I'm pretty and... sure it was. I'm pretty sure, like, we were already in it, the last one that you put up. Oh, might... wow. I think so, anyway. Anyway, I might be completely wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we're getting towards it, if not exceeded, the double figure mark now, which is awesome. Sorry, we're quite big time now. Also, I'm loving that, like, I feel like the first few of them, I don't know if people actually listened to them or they were that good. Or, but anyway, people are actually liking them now and I'm buzzing yeah, about it. Absolutely. They're not just saying that podcast was good. They're saying, yeah, the po- podcast was great. I learned this or I didn't know this or that just kind of backed up what I already thought I knew. So, yeah, really great feedback. Yes. And awesome questions. So initially we weren't getting that many good questions and now we have like too many questions, which is really good. Yeah, absolutely. We'll try and maybe try and get one in early next week and we can try and cover the other ones possibly. Yeah, um, we'll do it. We'll way. do a double this week. Awesome. Cool. Right, Emma, I don't have the ones in front of me just now. Do you want to go ahead and read okay, them out? So the first one from Sam and Karen. We wondered how your working relationship came about, how you met, and how you developed Upgrade U programs. Okay, cool. Um, well, how we met. Basically, I one of my friends was a friend of Emma's or, or an ex-colleague of Emma's. Remember Ross McCall? Oh, yeah. Is that how yeah. we met? Yeah. And uh, used to work together. We went on a course together, and I saw you were both friends on Facebook. And back then, it's much more... This was talk, This was maybe seven years ago. Back then, it was quite rare for as many females being in the fitness industry being personal trainers kind of going down that route and I just thought it was quite cool that Emma was so I just generally thought oh, that'll be quite quite a cool person to be friends with so connected on Facebook and then just ever since really we've kind of spoke every now and again we've kind of talked about things that are recurring in the fitness industry we've asked how each other are doing we've kind of tried to meet up or we did try to meet up quite a few times it never really happened as frequently as we wanted but we got the odd kind of training session in together when Emma was in Glasgow. Um, and yeah, we just, I, well, from my point of view, I just thought Emma was a really kind of cool person and um, liked everything that she did as far as content was concerned. She was going down everything in an ethical way as far as fitness and promoting herself is concerned, as far as kind of getting the message across is the, the bigger pictures, everything that we kind of promote uh, upgrade yourself. So that's basically how, I well how we kind of met and how we kind of connected really yeah um I guess pretty much the same like it's quite rare in fitness that you find someone who has this like I know a lot of us are I would say like good and have the same sort of philosophies Mm. behind things but we really clicked and I think what's really hard especially for me and actually Jonathan would be exactly the same but I can't team up with someone that I don't like whatever Jonathan writes. I know that I pretty much agree with it. Now I often play devil's advocate because that's just my personality and I like it, but you know, I agree with pretty much everything Jonathan says. I might just debate him a little bit just for the fun, but we have like very similar views. And I think that's what makes our working relationship so good. And it means that, you know, if, if I was working with anyone else, I'd feel like, I'd have to look over their shoulder and be like, oh, what are you writing there? Oh, I didn't really agree with that. Whereas I know that what Jonathan writes is what I agree with 99 times out of 10, of 100. So, yeah, I guess that's that's sort of how we... Yeah, and I think as well what, what's great is that 
if there is anything like that I'm posting about a topic that I'm not 100% sure of, um, as an example, somebody asked us about um, diabetes and kind of diabetes prevention and et cetera, as an example, I'd, I'd firstly just go straight to Emma and say, what's your opinion on this? Should I say this or would you rather speak to the person? So there's little things like that. And also, as you'll all know, hopefully by now in the fitness industry, not the way there's so many different ways to skin a cat. And just because somebody does something one way nutritionally, or they'll, they'll kind of try to build in a certain habit, that might not be something that I do personal, personally or I recommend personally, but Emma might have had success with that with another client at some point, or she might say, well, try doing it this way. And that's really a great thing to be able to do is, is just kind of like Emma said already, trust each other's opinion on things and um, just just get, have, have enough trust with each other to know, right, we'll try that. I know that Emma knows what she's talking about and we'll see how that person gets on and we'll see how this client gets on, et cetera. Yeah, and it's always, you know, two minds are better than one. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah. So... And we've both got our strengths and everything too uh, as well, which I think is a really great thing. Um, yeah, like you may have noticed... I love doing videos and writing about geeky stuff, whereas Jonathan's amazing at like creating content, interacting with you all and like doing all the support and the daily check-ins and making the little changes that you need to your diet. Absolutely. It's just the things we enjoy too. So we want to play to our strengths as well. And as far as um, how Upgrade Yourself started is concerned, basically like I had an idea about doing something similar to what we've got just now. And it was something that had kind of been in the back of my mind for a little while. Never really had the confidence to kind of go through with it. I always get in the back of my head, regardless of how successful I was or am as a PT or an online coach is what if I put all this time and effort into something and nothing happens with it. And I just end up going on to the next kind of phase. So had a little think about it and I was kind of thinking to myself, right, I'd really love to go into this with somebody. Like, who can I go into this with? And literally, like, there was nobody else. Emma was the first person that I kind of thought of and kind of spoke to about it. And then from there, just we pretty much got stuck straight in, straight away. Um, as far as designing everything, designing the content, designing the modules, how it's going to be set up. We, there's, everything changes very, very quickly. I mean, it's still very much trial and error. So... Uh, as far as like the app is concerned we're getting all your feedback from you guys so we've introduced the app we've changed videos on the website we've got the daily check-ins now and the weekly check-ins like so many different things that we've kind of worked on and developed um that's basically how it came down to and i think emma was kind of looking at doing something very similar or looking at starting something very similar to what we've got at upgrade yourself as well and upgrade you so um that's generally how i think we kind of we, we built it yeah exactly and i guess I'm a bit the same as well as that I always want to build something similar to this um but again it's like that accountability or you think oh, I'll do that and then you end up not doing it because you're not that accountable to yourself and yeah. for a lot of you it's the same as why you stay in the graduate program because you're accountable to us and you need that you know something that's actually going to make you do it rather than good intentions which get you nowhere and that's sort of what I've been doing, spinning my wheels a bit for a few years, I think. Both of us really mm. just sort of on, you know, starting things, but not really following it through. Whereas, you know, if, if I say to Jonathan, like, I probably wouldn't have done this podcast today because we actually don't have that long today. Yes. And I would have been like, oh, well, it's sunny. I'll just go for a coffee instead. Like, but yeah. I'm meeting Jonathan and we need to do it. And we have that accountability, accountability to each other. Um, that's really important, I think. And it's why 
this has sort of worked and I don't know if I would have I know that I don't think I would have managed to do that on my own or I probably would have stopped earlier yeah and and I guess like the little things that we go through like recently we had the first ever sort of complaint well it wasn't even a complaint but she just didn't want to she didn't want to do the program anymore and actually her feedback was really good so it was a little bit strange but yeah anyway she decided that she'd rather do face-to-face PT and she wanted um she wanted um a refund yeah but I don't know if I would have felt like if I didn't have Jonathan as well I'd be like oh god like am I doing something wrong like should I be even doing this or oh, what am I doing mm-hmm. whereas sometimes we'll just like call and be like oh well like that's one person let's just put it behind us like yeah. everybody else that's been on the program which is now hundreds of women yeah have enjoyed it and loved it and got great results and then you get one you know slight not e- we didn't even get any negative feedback from her no. which in a way was a shame because you know you always want to learn from these things and yeah. if she'd said do you know what I didn't like it because X, Y, and Z, then something we could yeah. have worked on. But yeah. we didn't really get, like, I think it was just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it was as well, it was part of, uh, I've not got results yet. And then we kind of said, well, have you been doing what we need you to do? And it was a case of no. And then, <laughs> well, maybe it's not suited for you. And that's a, that's a thing. And it is really hard when you're back by yourself, you get, we, we get feedback from everybody. We'll get a hundred positive feedbacks, like, eight, nine, ten out of ten as far as the program's concerned, you get one of them and then it kind of really throws you back. Because um, normally as well, when we do get, not negative feedback, let's call it... Um, constructive, constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. That's what we use to then implement it on the program. Um, so that's always really great. Yeah. So, awesome. Let's move on from there. Okie dokie. So next question is Anna. Uh, when you've finished dieting, even if you haven't reached your goal, but you want to go to maintenance for a while is it best to guesstimate maintenance calories or just trial and error now we had a bit of a laugh about this question because as i'm sure most of you know jonathan's quite passionate about the video content and we actually have made a video on this yeah but jonathan i can't even bring myself to look back at some of the like when we first started doing this we were just both so cringy on video like I think I'm more cringy now, but I'm relaxed about being cringy. Whereas yeah. before it was like awkward to watch me because you could see how awkward I was. Yeah. Whereas now we're a bit more relaxed. Definitely. Um, I mean, they have the, got the, the, the content read... is still brilliant. We yeah. just look quite funny. Well, maybe this, um, maybe this will actually make people watch it because I'm like, huh, I want to see. <laughs> I, I, think see actually, I don't think that one's too bad. I mean, we, we have some of the very, very first ones were terrible and they have been redone now just because we updated the, the program and stuff too. So thankfully, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like so there are some cringy, <laughs> some terrible ones, but uh, yeah, so that, that is answered on the, on the video, but what would you, what would you say on top of that, Emma? But Anna, cause you've asked again and cause it's a brilliant question. I will answer again. So, or every time we set you calories, it's an estimate. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be better working from the calories you have. So if you're on, say, 1,500 calories and you're in a deficit, so you're losing weight generally sort of week to week or maybe a little bit longer depending on weight fluctuations. So over time, you're, genuine, you're generally losing weight. That means you're in an energy deficit at 1,500 calories a day or the average for the week as uh, whatever that would be now the best way to find your maintenance is just to slowly bump that up and i'd start with maybe 
uh, 10% of that, so extra 150 calories. See if that's your maintenance. If you're still losing weight, bump it up again. Maybe another maybe another 10%. You'll sort of be able to gauge that, but you're looking at that. I'd initially start with the 10% increase and see where you're at. You can, if you want, go on to an online calculator, plug in your details and it will, you know, and your activity levels and it will give you a rough estimate. That is going to be way off compared to what you'd be looking at just from manipulating what you're already doing. So adding in a few calories and seeing where you're at. It's always an estimate. The equations are based on general population guidelines. You're not general population, you're an individual. So when we first start working with you at the very, very start, we will use something similar to that to sort of gauge based on your activity levels, your weight, what roughly your calorie needs will be. And then from that, we adapt it. So what's the, now that we've already adapted it to you, what would be the point going back to a complete estimate again? when we've got quite a good, you know, from knowing what your calories are now, we've got quite a good indication of what your maintenance will be. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Things to look out for when you do go into a maintenance phase is like the first week or two, even though you're going into maintenance, your weight might go up a little bit. And that's simply because of having more calories, having more food in your stomach having more carbohydrates stored in your muscles, having more water in your muscles because of that too. So don't worry if you're up a pound or two after reaching for maintenance. Like it's, it's then monitoring your progress after that, I'd say, to really determine whether you're at maintenance or not. Yeah, exactly. You will still get fluctuations. Yeah. And that's true for fat loss. That's true for maintenance. That's true for gaining weight. There's always going to be these fluctuations. And the amount you expect to gain is so sort of small, especially if you want to be about maintenance, like you're yeah. not looking really to gain anything. You know, these fluctu- don't let these fluctuations put you off. If you're worried about that, still do your daily weigh-ins yeah. and like look at your averages over the weeks. But yeah, you're right. The first week at least, you know, if you're eating more volume, food weighs stuff, if you've got more glycogen stores in your muscle remember that one gram of glycogen is three to four grams of water to store so you may be storing more water well you will be storing more water um and then just your usual fluctuations which will inevitably occur so yeah to be mindful of those as well absolutely right let's hop on to the next one karen does anyone ever manage to maintain their body composition without tracking if so how this is one of my ultimate goals and it would be the hardest one yet. Okay, cool. Firstly, I know Emma's going to have different points on this. It's a great question. It depends on what level of body composition you're wanting to maintain because if you wanted to be super lean all the time and what I'm talking about is, I don't know how lean Karen is. I know she looks very lean from her kind of arms on her progress photos, etc. on her photos, etc. But um, if you wanted to maintain like a ripped six pack all the time, like ridiculous definition then without from 99 percent of people without tracking or without yeah without tracking i'm going to say it's going to be very difficult to be kind of that super lean but if it's just a case of staying lean okay so i'm not talking about ripped i'm talking about lean healthy fit looking good with you in a bikini etc then yeah you can do that and emma's a prime example of somebody that does that as well is because Emma's lean all year round. Um, even though she might not think her lean is lean, like she is lean all year round. Um, she doesn't mm-hmm. very often count 
calories or macros too often. She's admitted that she'll do this sometimes to kind of gauge if it's new foods, etc. But like it is something that you can achieve just not to the level that some people maybe wish and it depends on lifestyle a lot of the time too so it's a lot easier for somebody that is in the gym all the time that doesn't eat out very frequently that doesn't drink alcohol every weekend maintaining that is a lot easier if it's somebody that will go back to drinking every weekend eating out two or three times a week after they've reached a goal weight or a goal physique then that's not going to be as maintainable as it is for somebody that's eating the same foods every single day eating the same portions every single day etc yeah, I mean, you've pretty much touched on all the points I want to make. Is it possible to to maintain a brilliant physique? Yes. Is it like possible to maintain a sort of stage ready, absolutely shredded physique? No. And do you want to maintain that? No, not for your health, really. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's sometimes cool to get there, take a few pictures, see what you can do, and then come back off that. And we always look for you to look at like performance goals yeah. or building a bit of muscle you know so that that would sort of be my advice you can like karen already looks amazing mm-hmm. um she could maintain that definitely without tracking uh, i don't know she's she's also what i love about karen is she's very sensible yeah um she's not like oh yeah just gonna diet until like i've you know she she's already said to me right i'm almost about ready to stick at maintenance yeah and for someone to come to you and say that, like normally it's me or Jonathan being like, uh, we think you're probably lean enough. Yeah. Um, unless you've got a specific goal, say a photo shoot or bodybuilding competition, or you need to be a certain weight mm-hmm. for something, then let's try and stick to maintenance. Um, but the fact that she's come to me and said that, like already, you know, is a tick in my book. Yeah. Um, you sort of touched on this as well, but if you so one of the ways that i manage to stay in shape year round is that my diet monday to friday and well breakfast and lunch mainly is very consistent and i'm not a snacker mm-hmm. so my breakfast and lunch is the same pretty much every day um and it might vary a little bit on the weekends but often it's still the same um and then i have a bit more flexibility at dinner because i like eating out or socially or well, actually, to be fair, I don't eat out that much, but you maybe be having something different. Like I don't have the same dinner every night. Um, so if you're consistent with your diet, you don't really have to track. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who eats out four or five times a week, has different lunches every day, eats on the go a lot, goes out for drinks a lot, blah, blah, blah. You kind of need to track so that you're accountable for all of that because you're not going to remember it and it's different every day and there's not much consistency in there. Um, so there's your, there's your, like in my head, that's the answer is that if you don't want to track, you need to be quite consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want more variety, if you want more flexibility, if you want to eat out multiple times, you're probably going to want to track. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Cool. Next question. What are we on next? Okay. So last question. Brilliant. Um, from Beverly yeah. and I'm going to kind of relate this to Karen's a bit but she says is it recommended to use a heart rate monitor if it is which one is better the chest or the watch type yeah yeah um, so initially I'm going to say like this sort of relates to Karen's as well when you're 
like people have become so sort of anal about everything because there is the ability now to track calories, to track your food intake, to track, well, supposedly track your expenditure. Mm -hmm. You know, you can wear a heart rate monitor all day and see how many calories you've burned. If that's actually accurate is again, debatable, but there's all these, all this technology that you can use, but I mean, I don't want to use that. I don't particularly want to know, you know, down to the calorie, you know, to the 10 calories, what, how much I've eaten or how much I've expended. And you don't need that, I think is the point. And people, I think just because the technology is there now, kind of enjoy using it, which is fine if you want to use it, but it's, it can be a bit of an overkill and you it's not certainly not something that you need. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you need to ask yourself why you want one. I mean, if it is to monitor how many calories you've burnt, et cetera, like don't do it really because it's so yeah. inaccurate. Like what, what would you ever, the only time I'd ever recommend somebody to use a heart rate monitor is if maybe they were training for fitness or, or some kind of level of fitness and they wanted to maintain a, a, heart, a certain heart rate every time they kept doing the rower or doing a run or something like that. But um, again, like I just think it's much more fun just to go and do it as well. And just yeah, you know you're what I mean? sort of taking the love out of it a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not really. Yeah, we don't. We wouldn't ever say we recommend heart rate monitors um, because of the inaccuracies of the calorie burn, etc. And because you don't really need to know what your heart rate is. Yeah. No. Not at all. So. Yeah. Cool. That'll that's us. I think Emma is it. That is us, and I better get back to work. Excellent. That was a short one today, but thanks very much, guys. Like I said, we'll do but, a double. Yeah, we'll. Um... Yeah, we'll do a double. Yeah, Monday and then Friday or Thursday and get that done. But great questions. Hope you have a great weekend and we'll speak to you soon. Goodbye.